0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of "It's Not My Fault." The OASG podcast is not popular. Episode one hundred and eighty-nine. My name is Helen.
1: Name is Justin. Oh my
0: God, Justin! Why so many of these episodes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> specifically... I have this thought every time I see the number. <laughs> We're getting close to a magic number of two hundred. Getting being very close to that, Helen. <laughs>
0: Yeah, when you sent the recording schedule out for the year, I was looking and I saw you bolded 200. And I was like, why did he bolt this one? It's not like a weird date. You know, it's not like c- we're c- going to have to plan around conventions. Con-
1: oh, because it's 200. Yeah, because it's 200. And considering how often we record, it's like if somebody was recording like weekly episodes or whatever, that'd be like their special episode so there you go this is our special episode kind of like episode 100 I don't know what we did for episode 100 it was several years ago now so (laughs) I don't know what we did for that was Muse still around for that (laughs) that's how long ago it was I don't remember if Muse was still around for that all right Mm -hmm. well um how have you been then How how is the past few weeks have you been
0: so I went to an art supply store yesterday to pick up some leather paint uh, there's a brand called Angelus, and they make paint like specifically for painting on leather, which is very handy for cosplay. And as I brought it up to the register, the clerk just goes, ah, yes, Katsukan's next weekend, isn't it?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair, I was also wearing a t-shirt that said Authentic Sports Anime on it. And he might have seen my hoodie that I'd worn when I walked in with Oticon on it. And he was also a cosplayer, and we were chatting about his cosplays and what he's already got packed up. So, <laughs> so, so there was some context. He did have a very good guess there. But yeah. Got guns this weekend. No panels from me this year. They, d- uh, I did submit my isekai one, but that one got waitlisted and didn't, didn't get off the waitlist. Mm. So instead, I am just stressing about needing to be faster at doing everything and just, it's hard to have multiple hobbies, you know? If you want to do, like, two things, it's so hard it's so hard justin (laughs) you
1: you just have to focus on that one thing for a bit of time then go to that other thing another time that's basically how it has to work somehow but it's a lot harder than it it sounds
0: i mean that works for some people for me it works really well if i kind of have a large chunk of time to work on sewings i can just kind of go uninterrupted for a while but that is very hard to do on you know like a work day (laughs) you know because i kind of need like four hours for me to just work through all the shenanigans of various things and just
1: nope. to- totally understand that
0: so anyway that understand. has been kind of what i've been doing like sure i've been watching anime during my lunch hour but i haven't watched anything new that we didn't already talk about in the winter new anime episode so yeah that's all i've got to talk about right now
1: <laughs> all right i will keep mine brief and to the point because i do have much to talk about but no one wants to hear me talk about it my longest backlog everybody has like a backlog of stuff yeah they say they're gonna watch or read and, and they don't actually get to it well what of my resolutions i mean i have been call been it making the, a little what, bit of
0: progress on mine like i'm finally watching my go from last year and that's been fun but
1: that's
0: <laughs> the most progress i've made on my backlog recently
1: <laughs> so um yeah it's uh people say that and then they don't get to it but i'm trying my best like i basically said new year's okay i'm gonna try to get through my large backlog of stuff and that's what i'm doing on twitter um i have like a little thread going media thread where i'm just basically it'll mostly be most of my backlog stuff going on there there might be some new stuff that i like purchase or whatever um and I'll just throw it in there, like, uh, been reading, like, Keiko Shinobu's Life, been enjoying that series a lot. Um, But, and that's, but that's basically new. But I'm going to, like, talk a real little back stuff. Like, remember, remember One Week Friends? They, like, finished, yeah. it, like, yeah. three, four years ago <laughs> the, for the the manga, and I finally finished it this year. Yeah, I
0: found so the Twitter thread, and I was there. like, oh, yeah, that's that's an older title. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and then I had some library titles and everything that I finished up. And stuff like that. And then there's some stuff I'm just basically rereading. Like you you comment on my Lucia <laughs> in the loom um tweet and I'm like, Listen, I do like Dahlia
0: from Dahlia Wilts No More, but I like Lukia even better because she is just she's just a fun character. <laughs>
1: um and, and that's just something like I've already read that on J Novel Club and then I'm, I bought the digital release and I just whenever I'm going to the office to my job, I just read it on the train, going to the job and then going back home that's basically where that comes from, so, uh, yeah, it's basically a reread, but then, uh, well, yeah, that's basically the point of that, so basically just adding stuff like that, um, you're gonna, I'm going to tell you that's not on the list, I haven't added it just yet, I ended up reading this, uh, I think Friday, either Friday or Saturday, probably, yeah, probably Friday, Baby Bear's Bakery, uh, I brought this title, like, I think either last year or a couple years ago, I don't remember when this came out from Dempa, um, but it's definitely been a uh, another... It's another backlog title, essentially. Um, it's literally about this bear who owns a bakery and it's a child. Why is a child running a bakery?
0: Why is a bear what, running a bakery? That is the first question. Why is
1: a child bear running a bakery? Forget. I mean, forget you know ba-
0: bears, they grow up pretty fast. It only takes like a year, the, you know?
1: The, this bear has much growing up to do. It it, it the, the only thing that really knows how to do is bake amazing cakes. And that is why this one a uh, customer who stops by is so endeared to the bear and the bakery, because the bear the, the, the bear is cute, but the bear has lots to learn. It really should not be running a business. <laughs> That's why the, the customer eventually ends up working at the bakery <laughs> and starts helping the bear out. Um, It's a nice series. It's very fun. Uh, I'm also nice wondering out.
0: how this bear got financing for his bakery. Since, you yes. know, the the there, point there, where there, he's a literal child, you know, that does kind of make it a little there, sus with, you know, whatever there, banks there giving him loans.
1: Is at the end, some sort of tease about how the bear got into finding this bakery in the first place and involved oh somebody else. Um, nothing crazy or anything like that. Just, this, this is mostly like a mostly chill, fun, one of those cute like four coma series like that. Is so it a series like you would
0: recommend to actual children to read or is yes, it kind of actually, not quite a child's sort of humor?
1: Yeah, I, I think, um, there's something adult or even young adult like it's basically definitely something that kids can get into I think. Um, so yeah, uh, fun series, great artwork. There's like this one point where they look at the sunset. They, because it kind of mixes also a little bit of color in it as well. Like it actually like stands out. So I'm like, oh, that's actually really nice. Um, oh, even in the
0: print version, not just digital. Yeah, in the
1: print version. Yeah, and then not, yeah, in the print. And this is Dempa. They're definitely going all out on how they present their, their physical copies. So um, it's it's very nice. Uh, very nice release. Uh, I'm kicking myself not reading it earlier actually pretty good so yeah discovering on this backlog journey on stuff i should have been reading ages ago i mean i was i was interested in reading these in the first place that's why they're in my backlog but at the same time they didn't have to be in my backlog so yeah good but stuff but if
0: it's a DEMPA title it's probably not coming out really fast so is volume two even out yet
1: i believe part two is already out um i don't know about part three <laughs> that's the thing i think part two may have come out last year but yeah that that's all i got for that
0: Alright, shall we move on to news then?
1: We shall move on to the news of the past few weeks.
0: Uh, we got a decent amount of news. Uh, First off is that the Funimation app is finally shutting down and it's going to merge its accounts as of April 2nd. So, as a reminder, we all thought that the Funimation app was going to shut down like a year ago because that was when the sale with Crunchyroll was finalized and that was when it was decided that the branding would Retain the crunchyroll name and said the funimation name and all that jazz so i definitely like finished up my funimation backlog like a while ago and just you know bookmarked everything that was on Crunchyroll and put that in my Crunchyroll backlog instead so really surprised it took them this long and there are some titles that aren't going to be transferring over from funimation to crunchy roll like um somebody i follow on twitter i think it was chris beverage of the fandom post uh made a google sheet with a bunch of titles which aren't over there, or the sub is over there, but not the dub. And uh, looking at the list, I did notice, notice that there were a good number of Anaplex of America titles, like Silver Spoon, Samurai Flamenco, Classroom Crisis, a number of those which hadn't gone over, which is kind of funny, since Anaplex of America is also owned by Sony. <laughs> so in theory, they should be able to shift those over if they want. So, not sure what's going we, on we got
1: there. Some, we got some license faux pas and all that good stuff that's happening here that is that is for sure i mean we never know what's going, going on Netflix sure. of
0: america to start with but yeah just <laughs> strange
1: yeah that that's my only theory like when, when you you sign this it's like when you sign these things in like continuation or like when they sign at the time they're thinking okay it's gonna be this one existing platform for a long time and everything like that not that it's gonna get merged you don't have language particularly for mergers but
0: just they've like I have had enough time like to like renegotiating again, like these are both Sony depends, companies, so depends, you, so you would think on, that would make it simpler you, or at least you, you, easier to find you would the think lawyers. think
1: so, but it also means like, what is your priority, and what are these clearly their priority prioritized... is not letting more people watch Samurai Flamenco. <laughs> even though
0: anyone who's enjoying Brave Bang braverin right now would probably also get a kick out of Samurai Flamenco. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, there's just mysterious stuff going on. Like um, the sl- uh, slayers is not even on there yet, and that's taking a bit of time. Um, so it's like, what's what's going on, guys? What's going on? So definitely some licensing issues here. And I and the the optimistic, optimistic hope is that oh yeah, by the time April rolls around, all the tiles will finally move over there. You can, you can tell I'm very optimistic about that, right? <laughs> You were always the optimist of the two of us, yes. <laughs> actually, no, I, I don't think all of them. You know, it's actually funny. I don't think some of them are going to return. Um, I was thinking, like, you know, how the Tatami Galaxy was on Funimation, but that was never, like, brought over and everything. Mm-hmm. Now that Disney is technically have the sequel, I kind of wonder with Funimation have any incentive, or, sticking now, Sony and Crunchyroll have any incentive to bring the Tatami Galaxy to their service?
0: Or even if, um, God, not four kids uh uh <laughs> for kids <laughs> not for kids uh Nef- I'm blanking. netflix I'm, blank- I'm blanking right now um, high dive the com- no the one that licensed inuo
1: um say that again
0: uh the company that licensed inuo um
1: g oh g kids g kids yeah g
0: kids I- i'm wondering if they-, they might be interested in it then but probably not
1: oh well no well i mean they do have well okay yeah that's gonna be difficult because they're mostly like for films and everything
0: yeah that, that's my thought it, they do mostly films they've done one or two tv series like the classic what was it conan the adventurer i think
1: um but future boy it. conan right 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 yeah
0: but since they have so many and
1: since then, they do right, have a decent oh, number of other well, titles by the director uh they did bring over evangelion if i'm not mistaken right
0: but that is also evangelion
1: <laughs> right all right all right, right fine um, I I think the draw Yuasa might be enticing. I don't think we should necessarily not include that now. If they do, actually, funny enough, if they sell out prior to the physical right home meter rights from Disney Hulu, to get the the <laughs> Tatami Galaxy sequel. It maybe there's a chance for the original. I think it, we should put a pin on that. I think that that there's something cooking there. It is possible, but um, yeah. There's still, I think, a, a couple other titles that we haven't talked about. That's definitely on the list that I'm not sure they're going to be willing to put, put, put on Crunchyroll. So just a case to see. But I think the, the big thing is, um, yeah, it just took this long to do this. And then I know people were like a little disappointed or upset about them not being able to handle the digital. Like if you part of a physical, like a homemade copy of a formation title, how would they put the digital copy over? And I'm like... Was that really that reliable? <laughs> you guys have the physical copy. I think I think you're I think you're good with that.
0: I mean it's nice to have the digital copy as well, especially since that was included as a bonus with physical copies for quite a few years. Like I've got a couple of like cards for that. And uh in some chatter in some of the Discord ads in people were pointing out that there are like third party services for these. So it was like they could have made a deal, you know, with these guys, you know, so people would be able to transfer it over and keep it anyway. I mean, of course, yes, that would have been more things to negotiate that would have been more money but pointing out that it wasn't necessarily an inevitability that when this merger happened that you would lose all of your digital copies there were in fact services and ways where this could have been kept (laughs) and it seems like they've just not chosen any of those Hmm. so yeah once again uh sony do not blacken my doorstep (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah if we have any other I'm sure there will be more Crunchyroll Funimation news well not really Funimation anymore but just Crunchyroll news in the next couple months or weeks months as they attempt to yes. merge and eventually Foundation will shut down <laughs> well I'm mostly just laying from this merger that still has been kind of weird honestly and I blame Sony for that, but <laughs> uh, we'll will we'll definitely be talking about the this in the coming episodes for sure. Now onto something that's also something that's taken a long time, but it's it's like a finally. Um, there has been a couple foreigners arrested in Japan for posting shonen manga online before the public release. As we all know, leaks have been a long time thing in this industry long time this is not even just talking about like in the past couple that this past year just even back <laughs> college even yeah school, even
0: pre-simulpods you would still like, find fans like, who were somehow getting these like before the official street day in japan
1: it's like it's crazy like they, they go out like a certain day in japan and to, to bookstores and suddenly they're just out before it comes out on on the schedule. And now we just want Weekly a Jump, but that it's also just other companies like Shonen Magazine and Shonen Sunday, stuff like that, especially like the more popular stuff too. And even some of the lesser popular stuff is probably out there too, but uh, the point is, uh, it really got to it got, it got to a really honestly, it got to a really bad point last year, honestly, because it's one thing to have these leaks happen, but then if you're going to like random places and seeing leaks, where <laughs> you shouldn't be seeing leaks like Duolingo of all places leaking a particular <laughs> thing out, about Jesus that that's a problem. And it's funny, like I said, it's funny, like, at the time. There's it, definitely lots of Had about it, but if you're a publisher, and then, especially if you're a creator, and then you trick that down to actual, like, paying people who try to bag, buy the magazine in Japan, that's a very serious issue. So, I think it was probably high time that somebody in the United States, Shueisha, uh, finally did do something about this, or at least trying to do something about this. Um... It's still, I guess, in early stages, there's still stuff to point out. But the point is, it's definitely is going to at least, for now, at least put a temporary halt on, like, obvious, more obvious things. I think because people moved the links up a day or something like that, that kind of hurt them. I suspect that now they have got to be a little bit more careful about how they're pulling this out until the official release happens. But at some point, I I suspect that this will change. It
0: even says in the ANN article that this is going to hurt some fan subgroups, um, but not even all of them, just since... Not all right, of them right. are drawing from the same uh, source
1: person. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll, like I said, we'll, we'll have to see. I don't know if this... I, yeah, you're probably right. I don't think it's going to help too much. But I feel like at least they're doing something. So at least put some groups... Like, I know I think I saw on Twitter... Some groups had to like shut down their, their accounts or whatever like that, so or switch accounts, stuff like that. So it's definitely have some effect, especially when we just blasted mm-hmm. on national Japanese like news like that. So Oh yeah, the, and I definitely the, think they the, should be doing this. I don't think they should sure. be, you
0: know, making sure that people are publishing, you know, on the right streak date. But uh Yeah, it, this is just something that can't be solved by going after one group alone, unfortunately. You're gonna need to play whack mole with a lot of groups. Right whack-a-mole with, like, six hammers instead too.
1: <laughs> so, alright, I guess I'm gonna move on to some other manga news. Uh, no, normally actually post about, like, release, uh, dates getting, like, release delays or anything like that, because that happens often enough <laughs> in this industry, but, um, Trigon was, like, a big announcement last year. But this did not come out december it actually got pushed back to april and i think at one point i was looking at the um the schedule for february and i'm seeing trigon still on schedule for april but there's no english cover and my, like the final actual like cover for the release and my usual train of thought is well if there's no cover official just yet at this point it's probably getting delayed Lo and behold, it got delayed. And I think enough fan attention and disappointment got Dark Horse to respond to that themselves and say, so, yes, unfortunately we had to delay it for the fall twenty twenty four uh season.
0: It is impressive at how Dark Horse has consistently had issues putting things out on time. Like not even since the I, pandemic. I, I We're will... talking like a good ten years before the pandemic. And people always no, say, oh, it's that. because you're, Dark Horse, you're... you know, the pu- the greater publisher, not just the manga side, has these really strict, you know, schedules. And so if something goes out of print, but it's not on the list to be reprinted yet, it's going to be a while. It's like, even with all of that in mind, they've just never been very good at this part.
1: <laughs> and I will, I'm going to add to that too. Um, there's a couple of the Dark Horse titles that were supposed to plan, uh, come out already or was supposed to come out soon enough, but they got delayed. Uh, Drifters. Should have been out already, but I think that's not coming out like in June. <laughs> um, this ropa one of the spin spinoffs that I believe is supposed to come out in the spring, but that got delayed close to summer. So yeah, they had a couple of delays, and so so there's no really defending <laughs> they've had trouble. But I will also point out, I, I kind of wonder if there's something up with Penguin Random House in the distributor in general, because I've seen just across the board a couple other delays for certain titles from other publishers. Especially for Seven Seas. Uh, I haven't seen anything like noted anywhere, but it's just something I was like, is there something going on back there that I don't know about? Am I missing anything? But yeah, Dark Horse makes it difficult because they do, that's delays.
0: <laughs> and then, also speaking of delays, Justin put this in here with the note that I now have more time to get to reviewing this. Uh, the anime Quality Assurance in Another World is being delayed to July... It's based off a of manga that's put out by Konancha, which is why Justin is reminding me that that is one of the many, many titles in my backlog. Speaking of backlogs, am I to read a backlog? You know, it's fairly manageable. It's the backlog of things that I need to review, so I'm not reading them, you know, too far in advance of reviews or, you know, you forget what you're going to say, stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, now I have a new goal to try and get back to reviewing for them.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> is this manageable? Who knows?
1: <laughs> we'll We'll find out. <laughs>
0: And then on a smaller delay, Micro Academia is taking a week off due to author health. So, yeah, not surprised. You know, Weekly Manga, that will mess up your body.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excuse me. <clears throat> now there's some really sad news that's uh, happened in the past few weeks. Uh, this one, actually, the first one is a little... I obviously won't say, like, personally, anything like that. I don't actually know this person... But it's something I actually recognize because uh, the world of Norway <clears throat> was actually a title. Um, the anime actually did air on TV one time uh, growing up. I'm not sure if it was an international channel, but it was definitely on at some point on my television. And I just watched it. It was f- alright show. I don't remember obviously much about it. But then, interestingly enough, when I was trying to learn Japanese... I, I attempted to at least like say i'm oh, gonna just buy a manga and then try to use that translation and everything this is one of the manga that i bought um i never did get around to actually using this translation material like that but that's again one of the reasons i got it because i knew about the anime so unfortunately the hearing that the the creator tomohiro Marukawa, had passed away at 53 uh did i have up uh i should have noted how they died, but I don't think it was, it wasn't, I think it was, was it, da, da, da. uh, he, uh, passed away due to ischemic heart disease, uh, January 25th, but yeah, 53 is just very young, and it's just, when I heard about it, it, was, it actually did, it made me pretty sad, um, say my condolences to his family and friends for sure.
0: Yeah, and we have another mangaka pa who passed away in the past couple of weeks, uh himako asihara who created um sexy tanaka-san and sand chronicles uh passed away um at the age of 50 and it appears to have been suicide uh she was reported missing on sunday um a note was also found there had been a live action drama adaptation of sand chronicles i think it was Sand Chronicles.
1: i think it was oh. sexy tanaka-san i think
0: Okay, yeah, there had been a live-action adaptation of one of her series quite recently, I think back in the fall, and it sounds like it was not the best. Honestly, reading it, um, reading about um, that adaptation, I was reminded of the little arc in Oshinoko where they're like, oh, we're adapting the series, you know, for TV, but we're changing, like, all the character motivations and the events and everything, you know, it's kind of like, what's even the point of adapting it at that point? And it sounds like that hit her pretty hard. I think her note may have had reference to, you know, my work, you know, is my work, you know, my reputation. So think about how that means to me if people see something that isn't what I made and but associate with me. So just very sad all around. I remember reading Sand Chronicles, I think when I was in college. I think I borrowed it from the local public library near my college and thinking at the time, that seemed to be kind of underrated since I hadn't ever seen other people talking about it. But it was a solid, you know, coming-of-age shoujo story. So just very sad to hear about all of this.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, there was definitely uh, a bit of worry and controversy about what and how this had happened. And then I think there was, like, there was a blog, is said in an article, there was a blog post Asara wrote and then later deleted talking about the situation. And then how I think that after her death, after the suicide, how companies have responded or took their time responding to everything that's been going on. Um, That's upset some people. So um, there's a good chance that we might be hearing more about what went on in the future. So if anything happens, we will definitely keep an eye on at least. But as Helen said, this is just very sad all around. Just super, just very, very, very tough news. okay so gonna tr- transition over to the licenses that happened in the past few weeks um say so yeah, it was funny we we're talking about i think um last time about all these all, all these publishers were announcing titles like Yen Press had their announcements uh Jane Amicle had their announcements uh seven finally started their announcements and now it's like okay that means this where you at where are y'all at and Viz finally decided to make her announcements. And Helen, they basically they decided. Us- we're
0: going to do a whole year's worth in yeah, one They basically,
1: basically decided everything new we're publishing this year. No other. We're not, not seeing anything else new this year. This is it, right? Here. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. If you say so. So, yeah, they had an out- to announce. I didn't even list everything here. I think a couple of it was like art books and stuff. Um, or some of it's like uh revisit original stuff like that so not everything here but there was a, a bit more not too much more but overall there was a lot already we have to cover so here's what they announced some of it is by creators you may or may not know Some of them i remember i will mention them if i remember it too some are familiar some like you may have been like hasn't been licensed yet say so, so let's get on to it so last quarter this is by um the creator of nana um spider-man World. Uh, this is from the um, My Hero Academia Vigilante creators. Uh, yes, it involves one of the sp- many Spider-Man villains. Um, what's it? Doc? Uh, Doc? I think it's uh, Octo. Yeah, Doctor Oct- Octopus. There you go. Uh, Colette decides to die. Trillion game. If this sounds sort of familiar. Yes, this is getting anime. Uh, I think this year or next year. I think it's coming this year, but we'll see. Um, After God. Excuse me. <clears throat> Otaku vampires love bite. Kaiju number eight exclusive on the third division. This is the light novel, so it's like a spin off of the main series. Rainbows after storms. Wanted Odo before One Piece. to Kotoge before Demon Slayer. Kimetsu no Yaiba. Uh, makes sense to obviously bring over your your cash cows and your other properties and bring that in English. That definitely is very smart of you, Viz. Uncanny the origins of fear. Yes. They cannot be a, vis- a uh, license uh, roundup or announcement without them having Jujito or any sort of Jujito in it. So it's not a surprise at all. Uh, X-Men uh, manga, excuse me. <clears throat> uh, this was uh, some sort of version of X-Men that released in Japan. Uh, I'm curious what they're going to actually like properly title this, but until then, it's just called the X-Men manga. Uh, Disney Trusted Wonderland, the manga anthology. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Shining Diamonds, Demonic Heartbreak, Jojo Gogo. Uh, I think it's part of the other art books of Hirohiko Araki. So, of course, Jojo fans will be happy about this. Uh, last episode, we talked to, I just randomly brought up Red River out of nowhere. Um, apparently, Shojo be aka Viz, or Slash Viz, was listening to my podcast, said, hey, you know, maybe we should think about Bringing a 3-in-1 edition just for Justin. And would you look at that? They brought over Chia uh, Shinohara's Red River as 3-in-1 on, uh, on the bus. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But also just we'll know they did not actually listen to me <laughs> and bring it out. They probably had this plan for a while. So I was going to say, if they do, hey,
0: I've, got, <laughs> I've got a list of some other titles I'd like you to like, mention to them and hear the second copy of that list in case you throw the first one in the
1: bring trash. Bingo Basar, Bingo Basar, is the one. There you go. <laughs> um... They're uh, the, or they going to release The uh, Legends of the Twilight Princess as a complete box set. They're going to release Vampire Knight as a complete box set. So apparently, I was like, didn't they already release this as a box set? So apparently, at least like the, my understanding is they released multiple box sets of this. So it's now all together, but then it's going to have a, I think one exclusive thing for this particular set. So if you still haven't gotten to Vampire Knight, or you already are <laughs> Vampire Knight, you're, you're going to get this. this. This is what you're going to want to get. Uh, Pokemon the complete Pokemon pocket guide bo- box set, studio Ghiblis architecture and animation, uh Kikis Library service the film comic they've already released before but now they're gonna have put this all I think all together I think it's like four it was originally like four releases. it's not gonna be all in one deluxe hardcover uh, release and then that's it for the fall 2024 window. these are gonna be coming out as digital exclusives summer 2024 new East exorcist kill blue and tokyo demon bright story <clears throat> so yeah that's a lot of analysis helen that that's wait that's a lot
0: <laughs> yeah just oh no red river it's one of my guilty pleasures it's like oh no don't tell me
1: <laughs> yeah it's funny that they brought that back out of nowhere Yeah, I'm guessing for
0: stuff like Vampire Night, they must be, like, cashing in on people being like, oh, yeah, I used to read that back in the day. Oh, I'm so nostalgic for it. I'd read it again. I I guess they're cashing in for that. But I'm not sure the Red River River was ever popular enough for that to be an explanation.
1: Well, the only other thing we really have is um, they obviously put on the Viz uh, app. Um, And then I I think um, recently on Twitter, the Shojo Beat account had asked, like, hey, what titles are you looking for reprint?" reprints for and then I know people were especially shojo uh fans were probably mm-hmm. just yeah. Uh, like, Yeah, yeah, right, y'all just thought fleas and they were obviously flabbergasted when they announced Red River as part of a three and one. So that's getting them new ideas and we were taking that more seriously about hey what maybe we'll reprint X, Y, and Z now if we, if, we, if we let them know. Um but yeah, I remember reading Red River ages ago and I liked it a lot. So uh, obviously the print versions were out of print or if they were in print, they're now really high prices. They will not be high prices anymore, <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying to get those for sure in the next couple couple years. Um, it does make you wonder, like, what will be next on that front? Like, what will they decide to tackle and bring us 3-1s uh, next time? So, looking forward to that. But Yeah, yeah it, I'm
0: definitely so. interested in seeing them bring over Um, Colette Decides to Die, since that one's... uh. Uh, been complete in Japan for a while. I've read some of it. It's cute, um but it's also I think kind of long. Like I'm double checking right now. Yeah, it's 20 volumes. So I- I'm confused at this just suddenly being like shoujo doesn't sell oh, for years, and now they're just they... suddenly like bringing over a couple of like longer series, and it's like that's longer completed series. It's like why are you doing this now when this title's is, kind of past its, passed? It, you it's you know popularity? You know what's
1: funny? You bring you know what's you, it's funny you bring it's, it's not. Uh, it's not just because I think Empress kind of did a similar thing with... um. What was that title? Uh, nah. Obviously, Honey, Lemon, Soda is a long title. It's not that one. It's, there was another title that was... um. I can't remember what the name of it was. But it was a title that had already finished up in um, Japan. But then they finally licensed this. Uh, when it was already completed. So I feel like that's maybe a thing where if this show just already completed. They then bring it over instead of them bring it when it's still being published um it's kind of why otaku vampire is loved by it. i think that's all still that's an ongoing title this that was kind of notable in that respect um but yeah i guess that's a that is a very much a notable thing um i know from i think uh shoujo b the twitter kind of no- mentioned that it's gonna be uh colette says uh, uh the Le- colette decides to die is gonna release like two and ones Okay, that, so, that'll at least
0: make it bring it down so, to like 10 volumes yeah so
1: it's gonna they're gonna speed it up a little bit and it's gonna be a bit more economical in that sense but um
0: yeah I'm not sure it's one where I'd want to buy it physically to own it might be one where I'm more interested in like buying it digitally just since it doesn't get repetitive but you read enough long show do you? you know what I mean where it's like kind of sometimes it feels like things are taking a bit longer than it could be it could be a little snappier right. but it's still a cute nice title I'm just Entirely baffled why they're bringing this over after you know the few people who were talking about it online are mostly not talking about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: yeah, we'll see how that does, and then we can see how a couple of these, a couple of these houses. Obviously, like the the big stuff, like Kaiju number no. eight and the Echiroda and Kyo, that's going to Kyokuroku Two. That's going to do. Oh, don't can't forget about the Junji's memory. I can't forget about that. That's going to do obviously well. But stuff like mm-hmm. Katsujin. Um, Red River and then I think um I still kinda wonder I'm still a little I guess it gonna depend on how good the anime is, but I'm a little wonder about trillion game. I know it has I think the um Show twenty one creator, I think it's the show twenty one creator on this one, doing a story. But still I wonder if that's gonna be enough. But um yeah, interesting rates for sure for them.
0: And then oh, on a related note to um Shuesha this and all that uh, Astro Baby, which is um, by Shiro moria the creator of Soloist in a Cage, is now on Shonen Jump and Manga Plus. And Mari Yamazaki's Thermi Romi Redux has also gotten added to Manga Plus. Interesting, since um, Soloist in a Cage was released by Seven Seas and Thermi Romai was put out by Yen Press, but um, <laughs> now you guys can go read them all on Manga Plus. Did, did, did. I, and I still maintain that the live action version of Thermi is the best version of it. I'm not sure if it's licensed in the US. I am not exactly sure how I saw a screening of it years and years ago, but it is definitely the best version. <laughs> and then, moving over to Seven Seas, their wonderful Wednesdays are back. Once again, striking without warning. Uh, they are bringing over White Flame and Ichika's Hatsune Miku Cantorella, Poison of Blue, which I believe is going to be an art book and not any sort of sequential story. Uh, Yuri Sonoda's is it? Cat Companion's I'm assuming it's an art book. I mean...
1: I it was a manga.
0: Well, one of us is right. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are also bringing over Yuri Sonoda's cat companions, Maruru and Hachi. Uh, God, Choho, Kiteki, um, Kairu, and Kanasei Benchi's Witch and Mercenary, which is going to be under their airship imprint, a.k.a. it is a light novel, and three different Mushoku Tensei titles, A Journey of Two Lifetimes, Recollections, which is going to be a digital exclusive and redundant reincarnation. And redundant reincarnation. Uh, I know Frogcoon is translating or editing one of them, and it's very happy about that. But for the rest of us, it's like, wow, that's a whole bunch of a something in a something franchise I'm not interested in. in.
1: <laughs> I know the fans for that are definitely pleased, though. That that is definitely for sure.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, um, buy them up, and that way Seventies can also grab like some really weird uh, um, esoteric titles as well. <laughs> titles
1: as well. <laughs> that's how this works,
0: right? Finan- fin- financing
1: hosts. my weirder um, wants. <clears throat> um, I have something shocking to announce. Um, or at least at this point, I'm like, we talk about Seven Seas. We know them as the cat publishers in this business. Dark Horse is like well, they have the majority stake in it. They're
0: not the exclusives. No, no,
1: no. Dark Horse is like, forget all y'all. Y'all, we're the cat publishers here, and that's why they license Pandia's. Cthulhu cat. And I'm like I mean what? didn't they
0: also put out jinji Ito's cat manga
1: No, that was Kadacha. The um I know what you're talking about. They put that out as a nice deluxe uh, hardcover edition, but that was yeah, it was Kanacha. <laughs> um Viz cannot release every jinji Ito title as, as they want to. They they can't do it. <laughs> They Probably would love to, but they can't. Um, but no, okay, look, I, I was not surprised because Dark Horse does host like cat manga. They, they published a um cat plus gamer and uh, what's Michael? Um, uh, so it's not like
0: yeah, the zombie surprise. cat one was seven C's, right? Or the one where it's like a it cat was. surviving yep. in the zombie apocalypse, uh,
1: yeah, something like that, yeah. But yeah, but the the, the shocker part is that most. So far, all the Pandaria titles have been released by 7-Z, so you would have thought they had, like, all the 7-Z. No, you would have thought they had all the Pandaria's catalog right there, but no, out of nowhere, Dark Horse is not, t- just took it away from them. <laughs> so that, that was a shocking part to me. I, I it, uh, It's not surprising, like, nothing about this, like, hey, Dark Horse is slicing, and cat-related, it's not a surprise, just that who it likes it from, and that that was that was surprising to me. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, I think this is planned for a fall twenty twenty four release. Um, So yeah, if you're into cats and everything, you will want to pick another Pandanian title, just from Dark Horse that seventies. And then I think we have one more, one more title. Yep, one more new title, or is hella is this tale actually sort of new, right? I mean, it's
0: English first, so I guess if it's coming out in English, it's new then.
1: <laughs> Yeah, we got to work out how the English first before it actually eventually gets published in Japan, how that all works out or shakes out. But yeah, it's uh, very interesting to see this direction Kanachi is trying to go with. So this is their latest title. It's going to be English first before going to be in Japan. Uh, Yoshinori Masuoka's ReAnima. It's going to be published. It's Actually, it's already been published now digitally. So you can go to com side and sign up to the reader portal all that stuff. You can read it now. It's going to come out print uh, this fall. Um, there was a bit of inconsistency, and you'll probably know there was noted in the ANN article about how they had two different release dates. Okay. Um, yeah, it was originally planned for... It had fall and spring 2025, somewhere in there. So it was like, okay, y'all got some... Y'all got some needs to clarify here. <laughs> and if you find somewhere else that, that, that shows you the press release for this, and they put it out there without updated press release... You will find something hilarious in there. And Helen, I'll tell you after the podcast what that was.
0: <laughs> but I will
1: not I will not read that here. Just just out of respect for Kanacha, just a little bit.
0: You, you mean you don't want to get kicked off their um, press release um, mailing list?
1: Out of respect for Kodansha, I will not remove it here. <laughs> but um, you can look forward to uh, Reanima. I think this is like a sci-fi fiction thing that's going to be released. You can look forward to reading that now or <clears throat> reading it in print in the fall.
0: And then we've got a little bit of streaming news. Well, sort of streaming for this first one, which is that um, uh, Crunchyroll is going to be having the Spy Family um, Code White anime film in theaters on April 19th. So that's sort of streaming. Um, that sounds like it'll be fun. And then uh, since, let's see, there was an announcement semi-recently that Netflix, that there was going to be a third season of Kimi Nituroke, like, 10 years after the first two seasons and that it was going to be on netflix and it looks like netflix has decided they are just going to dub uh the first couple of seasons so that they have i guess a matching dub for the whole thing let's see back in the day that one was picked up by nis america and i don't they
1: never if
0: if they did dubs they only did very few for shows they definitely didn't dub this one before so yeah it the show is being revived in the u.s and even getting a dub 2024 is a
1: strange year. It really is. And already, you know what this makes me think? Whenever Season 3... Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, whenever Season 3 um, officially gets like released, I think they're going to sabo-dub that same day and date. Um, just to go throw that into that pile of like delicious and dungeon and everything. Just going to have mm-hmm. a day and date. So... That's that's my feeling. I, I think that are also treating this as like one of their big major titles of the season. So, uh, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, definitely there.
0: seems like a reasonable guess at this Sorry, point. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that
1: just
0: seems like a reasonable guess.
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh, hopefully at some point I will finally try this series so I can get ready for this. But who knows when I will actually tackle watching Community Stoke. But I do have a couple. Of, I do kind of want to watch the up a little bit because you have familiar faces that I'm used to. Then I'm like okay they're pretty good um, and I did remember watching like a couple episodes <laughs> it's been that long <laughs> I did watch, remember watching a couple episodes back when I had uh, at my school's anime club so um, I could watch like a couple of the episodes but I haven't watched the whole series so uh, we'll see how long that will last but yeah <laughs> what a revival for sure okay Helen it is time to move on to the uh, weird news of the past few weeks as
0: always, we are bringing you guys the weirdest news that is almost fit to print.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I will admit this first one isn't quite weird, it's just in context. Compared to, like, going back to how things went last year, it's sort of weird. It, it's uh, also so, sort
0: of expected.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess also expected. So, Anime Next for this year has been cancelled. Um remember last year, for some bizarre reason, they had... Amex at the um, New Jersey Convention Exposition Center in Edison, New Jersey, and the another convention at another Amex convention at Hyatt Regency in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Uh, one call, they it, two locations, one y- 20 twenty-minute yes. shuttle in between them. And and then you realize this isn't the same as the Atlantic City Convention Center they used to be in before, obviously the pandemic and everything. So. Yeah, some some stuff happened. That is definitely for sure, and it obviously came to a head this year, where they noted that um they re- in in their in Annan's note they noted that um they recently faced recently faced services that held this last time for the 2020 event. As a result, the staff concluded that would not be able to execute an event on the quality that everyone has come to expect or incorporate the feedback that came out of the 2020 event. <laughs> uh, this last note, unfortunately, the staff stated that it was not at liberty to discuss the nature of the matter. <laughs> okay fair enough
0: that that sounds like contract negotiations are still ongoing
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah we'll, we'll we'll hope that things get uh resolved and not too wait we won't have to cancel cancel the 2025 edition because uh aside from obviously the pandemic, that's it's been like a really long time running thing uh especially for like anybody in the local Trice area for so in the new york new jersey Connecticut area so see if that can return at some Former fashion next year and hopefully proper and not at two conventions i still don't know why they did that like why Don't understand. i mean
0: i can only guess they couldn't get a big enough one that weekend they needed it so all right so uh we all know that pokemon trading cards have for some reason become popular and expensive once again uh i am checking my calendar i do not believe we are back into the 1990s but you never know so there was a um card game you know trading card game shop um that was broken into in san jose california and obviously this is not great <laughs> uh, but and they posted some footage of the perpetrators online you know hopefully people will be able to identify them and get back the um <laughs> pokemon cards they brought in but the video they put in but is um the she... it's it pretty funny they, they shared the surveillance footage they added some goofy sound effects to it um, um in a um In an interview, I think it's done with the local ABC station, Tofu Trading Stormander said, a lot of stuff releasing this week, and we thought it was funny. We were like, oh, these people don't realize that the new set, that new set pictured it, right? Released on Friday, not on, like, Wednesday at 2 (laughs) a.m. I don't think they were in it for the hobby, necessarily, because they didn't know what to take. So, seems like they are trying to keep their spirits up despite this, and hopefully people spot things for sale on the market and be like, that's not right. Hello, (laughs) police.
1: Um... There's also, in addition to the hilariousness, hilarious, um, and chose one of the most perfect pictures to accompany this article. you have to look at it, Helen. I, I just sent it to you. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> to, I was to trying to see,
0: figure out which one, you, which one you'd sent, but yeah, it is, of course. You think about people stealing Pokemon? You, you think about Team Rocket, so of
1: course that's the <laughs> picture they chose. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was great. Um, so you have Sasaki and Peep's anime that's airing this season. Um... Uh, the, 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 there's lots of things know about that just about how crazy it is just because they're adding like ten thousand different plot points into one one show, um, but the, the staff decided to go a little bit wild in terms of making sure people knew that this was sasaki led type of episode. <laughs> so the first is, is so let's see the Sasaki and peeps and with her. So but you may to go to one hour special first episode? Yep, this is it. So yeah, all the credits for 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 Sasaki and peeps they literally had. Just people who are named Sasaki somewhere, <laughs> like their last name Sasaki. That that's for the for the cast members. Uh, they literally hired ten voice actors with the same last name as the protagonist to to do the minor roles. So we gotta list them all out. The Sasaki cast members of the first episode are Yoshihiko Sasaki as psychic, Yusuke Sasaki as instructor, Mutsumi Sasaki as department head, Ai Sasaki as office senior, Takuma Sasaki as male office junior, Nao Sasaki as female office junior, Mikoi Sasaki as shop clerk, Aki Sasaki as TV announcer, Hiro Sasaki as commuter, and Takaki Sasaki as shopkeeper. Notable also is the fact that they even got the retired professional. Wrestler couple Kensuke, uh, Kensuke, Sasaki, and Hisako Sasaki to voice for two different re- wrestler overs in the first episode. <laughs> they even have a picture, I think, with the two of them in there. So it's like, like, and uh, like on an app, uh, on Twitter or something like that, they, they tweeted out that the the, the actors with, with with the peeps, the the bird. So in other words, they went they crazy. Just to the they really committed to this one <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and so
0: let's see. Uh, people who have watched the Ghost in the Shell TV series, I have not, uh, might have remembered that um, in show there is what's called the Laughing Man Incident that occurs on February 3rd, 2024. So people were all, you know, kind of expecting that, you know, um, not staff, but, you know, like folks would, you know, change the websites to reflect this, like, oh, haha, you know, it's this fictional date coming true in reality. But the weird thing was, the site's and the Twitter account, or at least the Twitter account, was reportedly hacked for real before this? So, so to be clear, in the TV series, there is a hack that occurs on February 3rd, 2024. In real life, somebody hacked the Twitter account before that date. They got it back, and then they did the fake planned social media hack on the 3rd so just
1: so, so there's hack inceptions of, of levels here really yes that, that's all I'm, that's all i understood when you told me this i'm like what i mean that's
0: all i understand <laughs> are, are, are
1: either, we so. sure that person was in that bed got <laughs> like, you really have to be like it sounds the like first the first, it sounds happen, like or? there
0: was in fact a real <laughs> hack before the like fake planned hack it sounds like there in fact was a real hack
1: so 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 basically, whoever actually hacked like the first the first, the person who hacked it first understood the Laughing Man date and then decided yes. they want to hack it first before the actual hacking like company decided no we're gonna actually intentionally copy out the Ghost in the Show make sure this date we're gonna do a fake hack ourselves I I, that, I think that's what I understood here. That that's how
0: I understand it at least. So,
1: <laughs> Helen, why do companies do this to us or do this to themselves? Why? i am confused about the level of hacking that really just occurred here
0: ah that is a question for a marketing major major.
1: (laughs) (sighs) well i I think i think we got enough uh, uh, other things today um i didn't mention this to start but we have a super bowl happening today who do you got in the super Bowl puppy bowl what who's your winners
0: uh i don't know I, I i need to look at who's gonna be playing you know for the puppies um i know that the kitten bowl was earlier um but i didn't make it in time to catch that so Aww. yeah
1: well okay Then aside from just kitties and everything like that what where can people find you helen as we end this week's episode
0: ah uh, let's see people can find me still on twitter still locked but i'm still there at wandering dreamer same handle on blue sky uh, Blue Sky is now open for all, so people can come in. I've definitely gotten a few new followers since that happened. Uh, I do cross post a lot of my shit posting on both of these, but you know, maybe there are a couple of exclusives on Twitter. I do seem to be waking up every morning and turning to a socialist on Blue Sky, which frankly shouldn't be as surpri- surprising to me as it is. And you can also find me on my other podcast I co host, uh, Manga in Your Ears. On Twitter, we're at, at mong in Your Ears. On Blue Sky, we're just all consolidated under the Taiku podcast. But you can also find us on taikupodcast.com which is t-a-i-i-k-u podcast um let's see what did we talk about recently oh recently i uh, i convinced everyone to read both diamond in the rough which recently wrapped up on manga plus which i very much liked and also skull dragon's precious daughter which is one of two manga currently ongoing at j novel club about an ancient dragon raising a young daughter and neither of them are creepy it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the, I, do, I do like skull dragon's precious daughter a bit more though just because it's a bit samier. <laughs> but yes we had a very positive episode recently people should i mean yeah you should go out and listen to the episode but what you should really do is just go read those manga go do it read more manga
1: <laughs> and you can find me on twitter still on twitter at coming on Nomi. i have no plans to move on to blue sky at any point unless maybe twitter actually goes kaput who knows when that will happen.
0: I mean, I've noticed you on Twitter again more, but still.
1: Yeah, I'm always just posting. Like, like I said, I'm keeping track of my backlog on Twitter. That's kind of why. But um, yeah, you can find my Twitter still there. Also, still a fire for our hours of stuff. That will never end until Twitter dies. So there you go.
0: Or until people stop making fan art of it. But that will probably happen that... in like a hundred years.
1: <laughs> uh, by now, I'll be dead, Helen. I'm just throwing it out there. I'll be dead. <laughs>
0: I mean, I have hopes. You know, you could you could achieve the secrets of immortality.
1: Oh, oh boy. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you can check out the com for reviews and futures. Helen actually have more reviews coming.
0: Yay. I'm, I'm glad someone here does because, <laughs> again, I'm still having trouble in
1: that department. And maybe, I have no guarantee, it was coming out actually this week. Maybe some sort of late anime, uh, some anime New York City interview. I cannot say it just yet, but... Maybe it'll actually be posted this week, I will see. I,
0: I know what Justin is talking about, and it is a bit of a strange one. <laughs> in, in terms of, yes, Anime New York City was a while ago. <laughs>
1: um, you can check out the Orshi Twitter account for, uh, obviously, uh, news and manga news, light novel news, maybe some other news that I post that I find or somebody sends over. And you can subscribe to the Oshie Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, sign, up to, uh, sign up on... Spotify, email, SURS service, uh, plenty of other places to add us. There you go. Uh, May have noticed last week, we kind of posted the podcast early. Yes, we were trying to, or at least I'm trying to move over to like an earlier schedule for these podcasts. Uh, We'll see how long it lasts.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is all Justin's initiative because he's the one who edits the podcast. So it is um, up to him. (laughs) So the
1: the, the plan is to have this every Monday, hopefully at 12 o'clock but that is a hope not not like a guarantee so like i said it depends so like for example if there's a convention that day of chances are I may get delayed a little bit but we'll see how it goes the whole season but if anybody notices this or presented to my attention just we can reach out so until next time everybody bye
0: see ya